Welcome to The Kate Show, a weekly marketing podcast for interior designers and home stagers. Hosted by author, entrepreneur, and marketing consultant, Kate the Socialite. Each week, you'll learn helpful tips on how to make social media easier, how to grow your mailing list, and how to simplify every area of marketing and advertising your business. With her blunt, no-fluff approach, Kate stands up for business owners who want real results in their marketing, but have limited time or resources. And now, please welcome your host, Kate the Socialite. Hey everyone, and welcome to The Kate Show. Today we're talking all about the 11 things your homepage on your website absolutely needs to have. Now, I design a lot of websites for interior designers, home stagers, decorators, window treatment professionals, you name it. Anybody in the home industry, you can bet that I have likely in some way touched their site, made updates to it, or built it from scratch. Now, because of this, I am booked so far out that I've actually added more website designers to my team. And so before I dive into this episode, I want you guys to know that I no longer have a six month waiting list. I can actually take on your projects anytime. And that is because I have a team built up now and we're able to handle a higher volume of work. So if you have been contemplating a new website and you want to get one done that has the SEO built into it, that is driven towards bringing your leads into your site deeper and deeper until they contact you or book a consultation, then you're in the right place. Now, if your website is already being built by someone and you want to make sure that it has everything that it needs, then also listen to this episode because you are going to get so much valuable information. Write it down, take it to your web designer, or simply have them listen to this episode. Now, there are a lot of really talented designers out there, so chances are your designer isn't going to need all of this information, but I know some of you actually build your own websites. And I want you guys to make sure your website, today specifically your homepage, has everything it needs to be successful. Now what a lot of people don't realize about their website is that it's the mothership of their brand and it is also a sales page. Your entire website, especially your homepage, is actually a sales page. So there is a right and a wrong way to lay it out and to design it. So I'm going to literally just start at the very top of your homepage and we're going to work our way all the way down to the footer and I'm going to tell you what your website needs to have and in what order and how it should look and operate. Now obviously this doesn't mean I think every website should look the same because it should be a reflection of both your brand and of your client's needs. But because of that, there are certain ingredients that we just need to make sure we incorporate. It's kind of like baking a pie. We can bake many different types of pies, but if we leave out any certain ingredient like sugar or if we don't make the crust with flour and we try to use something else, it's not going to turn out right. So while there's plenty of room for creative flexibility, when designing the homepage of your website, there are still certain rules you absolutely need to follow. Otherwise, you'll end up with a site that isn't working for you. You'll end up with a high bounce rate. 
And a bounce rate, for those of you who don't know, is the rate at which people visit your site and then turn around and leave. They don't click anything, they don't scroll, they don't do anything. And that's a really bad sign. Now, if you use Google Analytics, you can actually figure out what your bounce rate is in a split second. The bounce rate from my website, katethesocialite.com, is about anywhere from 8 to 10%, which is something I'm really happy about. Now, if your bounce rate gets over 40%, it's time to start honestly freaking out. And there are not a lot of situations in marketing where I say freak out. In fact, most of the time I say there is no such thing as a marketing emergency. However, a high bounce rate and a website that doesn't work for you are two very good reasons to take immediate action. So first, let me ask you this. Are you proud of the way your website looks? Legitimately. Like when you send a client to your site so they can learn more about you, do you feel good knowing what they're about to see and read? Is your site easy to use? So do your clients have a hard time figuring out how to contact you? Or is it easy for them to book a consult with you? Or do you find that booking a consult actually involves a lot of emails back and forth? Your website shouldn't have any of these issues, especially if you're looking to serve a high-end client and if you're looking to scale your design firm or your staging firm and grow. Because guys, the more you can automate your website, the more you can set it up for success, the more it will work for you. And it won't be something that you'll constantly have to babysit because heaven knows you have enough to do in your business. You shouldn't have to spend any time worrying if your website is working, worrying what your clients are thinking of your website, or worrying if your website is getting the right SEO, or if it's easy to use, or anything else. So let's get started. The first thing your homepage should have, and by the way, this is something that should show up at the top of every page on your website, is a banner. Now this sits above your logo and above your main navigation or your menu. It's at the very tippy top of your website and it's just a colored banner. Maybe you actually choose white or black. Mine on katethesocialite.com is currently a soft blue and it has text in it. Now the whole point of that is to entice people to click it because it's going to bring them to a free offer that I have or that you have on your site that you're offering to people in exchange for their email address. Because even if your site has the perfect layout and it's easy to use, there will be a lot of people visiting your site who really like you, but they're not able to engage your services right this minute. So it's good if you can capture their contact information, simply their email address or their name, email, and phone number, whatever you prefer. And that way, when you send out a monthly email newsletter, they are constantly reminded that you exist so that when they're ready to hire you, they know exactly how to get in touch with you and they've already been impressed by the knowledge you've shared with them over the few months and it just allows your pipeline never to go empty. Now, regardless of where or how many different places on your website that you are collecting someone's email, you need to keep in mind a recent regulation and it's going into effect May 25th, 2018. 
which also happens to be my birthday, and I thought it rather rude of them to establish a kind of troublesome regulation on my birthday, like seriously. But anyway, guys, it's called the GDPR, or the General Data Protection Regulation, and it applies to people in the European Union. So if your business is based in Europe or if you serve or market your business to people in Europe, this regulation affects you. And I suggest that you go look it up. Again, that is the GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation. And all this really means is when you are capturing email addresses, you need to have a little checkbox that people can click to affirm that yes, they agree to receive marketing emails from you. It's actually not a huge deal. And if you use a tool like MailChimp to send email newsletters or to collect people on your mailing list, it's even easier for you to implement this. But if you are a US-based business and you do not serve clients outside of the US, specifically you do not serve clients in the European Union, then this regulation has no effect on you whatsoever and you can rest easy. All right, so we have established what you need at the very top of your website, and that is a bar, an announcement bar, if you're using Squarespace, they actually have a feature for it, and it is clickable. You can hyperlink it. It will take people directly to something that you are offering for free because that is the easiest way to grow your mailing list. Now let's move on. Below that, you'll have what any typical site would have, your logo which should be clear and it should be high resolution and professionally done. If you haven't updated your logo for the last 10 or 15 years, you may want to consider a rebrand. Again, especially if you're trying to market yourself to a high-end interior design or staging client. Remember, you need to present yourself accordingly. Okay, so your logo should be placed either in the center of that top part of your website or in the far left. It just doesn't read well when it's in the far upper right corner because at least in the US, we read from left to right. So it makes the most sense if you're not putting your logo in the center of your website, put it in the upper left corner. And then you need to make sure that your main menu or as some call it the navigation is very straightforward and easy to understand. And that means you shouldn't be using any flowery language that might confuse your visitors because if they're confused about what your different menu options are, they're not going to click anything and they will leave your site. An example of using flowery language in your main menu is calling your blog your design journal or design notes or staging journal or what have you. The problem with that is it might sound all fancy pants to you, but it's just unclear. It's confusing. And there is nothing professional about confusing your website visitors. So this is how your main menu or your navigation should read. It should start with home, about, portfolio, services, how we work, which is a description of how your design process or staging process works so that potential clients can already get familiar and comfortable with you before ever booking a consultation. All right, after that, then your blog, if you have one, 
And then lastly, your contact page. Now, you can have a separate page for booking consults, or you can make your contact page and your book a consult page all in one. And then on that page, you can just have different sections for each of those. Now, I'm not going to go into depth about the contact page because, again, today we're just talking about the home page. But overall, your entire website should have six to seven pages. Now, I know that a lot of you take notes during these podcast episodes, and I know that because you tell me and some of you say you have to go back and listen multiple times to get all your notes down. So let me just repeat this for those of you who are taking notes. Home about, portfolio, services, how we work, blog, contact and or book a consult. Now I do not always suggest putting social media icons right up there in your main menu because that only encourages people to leave your site. Let's say that someone came to your website, they were interested in your services and they were going through your main menu and they were about to click on how we work or something like that, but instead they saw, oh, this designer or stager has an Instagram page. I should go check them out. So she clicks on your Instagram icon and suddenly she is on Instagram. And then she gets distracted by the many pretty shiny objects on Instagram and you have now lost a lead. And that makes me so sad. So that is why most of the time, I do not recommend putting any social media links or icons at the top of your site, especially when it's competing with the main menu. Now, if you have a really big site and you've got lots of different pages, blog posts, videos, podcast episodes, it would be very smart to put a search icon up in your main menu because then people can quickly and easily find what they're looking for on your huge website without getting frustrated and leaving. Now, I'm going to be honest here. My site, katethesocialite.com, has gotten so much bigger than when I first launched my business. It's to the point now where if I need to send a blog post tutorial to a client, I can't even go look through my blog archives anymore. I just use the search feature on my own website. I just can't get through all that content. Like it's just not possible. And it's content that I created. So I think it's kind of ironic and hilarious, but that search icon will get used. And if you use Squarespace to build or host your site, you can actually see in the back end what people are typing into that search bar. And it helps you make sure that the things people are looking for the most can be moved to the front of your website. That way, again, it's just more user-friendly. Okay, we've established the main menu or main navigation. So now let's move a little bit further down your homepage. Next, you need to have a banner image. So it's an image that is the entire width of your site. And by the way, your site should be updated enough that it has either a full screen ability or an almost 
full screen ability. Some sites will have small borders around them and that is fine, but the days of really narrow sites with weird wallpaper backgrounds was a thing of the early 2000s and late 90s. So if your website still looks like that, you are actually deterring some of your best clients because people will go to your site and yes, they do judge you based on your web presence. So make sure that your site is wide enough. Make sure that it has plenty of white space, even if your brand colors are not necessarily white. There is just something purifying and airy about the color white because it allows your eyes to relax and it gives visual breathing room to the rest of your design. That way your true brand colors can stand out. Now, like I said, the image on your homepage should be a big one. Some people will have this as a slideshow. Others will have just a static, unchanging image. And I have to be honest, I prefer the unchanging image. Reason being, slideshows take longer to load and it can be hard to get them to be slow enough or fast enough for your readers or your visitors, depending on the speed of their internet, which means your photos might be flying by and your visitors don't even have time to appreciate your designs. That's not a good thing. The other mistake I've seen is that with each slide that goes by, there's a different sentence of text and they don't have time to read that text. They don't have time to digest it. So you might on each slide talk about a different aspect of your company, but unfortunately, it's not good because we are not going to have your visitors chasing down your text. Your site is for them. It's not for showcasing all the little things that you would like to say about yourself, especially on the homepage. You need to make sure your homepage is set up specifically for the ideal client that you would like to serve. All right, so you've got that big banner image on your website and you know it's not a good idea to make it a slideshow. So then what do you do with it? Well, some people will leave it wide open so that their visitors can enjoy every aspect of that image because ideally it's an image of your work. But I like to take it a step further. I don't want to just show pretty pictures when someone on my team or myself is designing a website for an interior designer. I want every piece of that website to drive people towards the bottom line. So what I like to do and what I highly recommend to everyone who is getting a new website or making updates to their website, you need to put text overlaid on that image. Then below that text, you need to place a button. And let me tell you, this is an easy way to get people going further into your site, learning more about you, recognizing how you can help them, and they will be more inclined to work with you, to book a consult, or at the very least, reach out and express their interest. So the text I recommend placing on the header image of your website homepage is simply a sentence that greets your ideal client and then addresses what their concerns are, preferably in the form of a question. Now I'm going to give you an example of this. Let's say your ideal client is a stay at home mom and she is really wishing that she had an updated home 
but she's got little kids and she's got a dog too and the dog is always tracking in water and mud the kids are always spilling things on the furniture and she is just frustrated because before she had kids and before she had a dog she was actually a pretty stylish lady and she would feel so much better about herself if she had a beautiful home because her home is also her workplace so if that's your ideal client here is what I would say hey busy moms wish your home could be stylish again click here to get kid proof style and then the button that's below that text would link directly to booking a consultation with you or it could lead to your services page don't send it directly to the portfolio page only because you're not asking her to look at your portfolio you are addressing her almost by name saying hey busy moms they will recognize themselves in that immediately and then you address their problem which is they just want a beautiful home darn it and then you present yourself as the perfect solution by placing that button directly beneath that assures her and puts her mind at ease knowing that not only do you understand her problems but you've already come up with a solution now that turns one website visitor into one very hot lead okay so moving on since you've got that banner image with the text and button overlay established below that as you scroll down on your website you enter the area of your site that is called below the fold now anything that you can see on your website without scrolling is considered above the fold and that's why it's important that we have a call to action over the banner image and a way for people to enter your mailing list at the very top as well as a very clear navigation because a lot of people are lazy and they will not scroll but for those that do you need to make sure that you definitely have everything I'm about to tell you next Do you struggle with social media or email marketing? Socialite can help with email newsletters and social media posts that you can customize and use in minutes. Marketing your design or home staging firm has never been easier, faster, or more affordable. Visit katethesocialite.com to access free and premium marketing help for your business today. Okay. Below your banner image, you need to have an introduction. And that simply means that you are further addressing your ideal client and you're lining up their needs with your services. Now, this is not a time for you to discuss your affiliations, your awards, or your press features. Because to be quite honest, your ideal customer, your lead or website visitor, doesn't care about any of those things. They care more about knowing that they can trust you and that you actually can solve their problems. So while it's great that you might be a member of the NKBA or a staging organization or ASID, just remember those affiliations are great for you and they're great for your colleagues but they don't hold that much value with your clients. 
Now, of course, I might get a little bit of pushback from saying that, but I've been focusing on this industry for several years now, and that is the trend I have seen. So if you don't have any of those affiliations, don't feel bad. The main purpose of having those are like vendor discounts and community and education. So they have a lot of value, but impressing your leads is not one of their traits. So the introduction that you have below your main image on your homepage should read more like this. The headline would read, Sustainable Design and Home Decor for Your Retirement Home or Second Home. Now I'm taking this from a site that I'm actually currently designing for one of my super awesome clients on the East Coast. And I have her introduction split into two columns and they are not equal sizes because I don't like to be too perfect with that. I like a little bit more art in it. So her headline reads that and then this is what follows. Based in the beautiful Cape Cod town of Chatham, Massachusetts, we specialize in designing and decorating your retirement home your second home, or your home away from home. If you're looking for a place to rest, entertain your grandchildren, or host intimate gatherings, you've come to the right design firm. From our design consultations and full service interior design to project management and a boutique home decor store, we offer straightforward and elegant home solutions. If you appreciate sustainable design and wise financial investments, we would love to work with you. Now, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but this introduction is not all about the designer going, me, 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 look at me, look what I did, look what I accomplished, because nobody cares. But what it does is gives enough background into the design firm and its service offerings while also addressing the client. Now earlier, our example client was a busy stay-at-home mom, but in here we've got the other side of the coin. We have people who are moving to the Cape Cod area because they have retired. And this particular client of mine specializes in designing retirement homes. She does a beautiful job and I am excited to be partnering with her on this project because it allowed me to really delve into her ideal client's interests and develop a site around that. Because like I said earlier, your site needs to be all about that ideal client, not about you. Below that introduction, we will then have three squares or buttons in a horizontal line filling the width of your website. And each square or button will be linked to a different section of your website. So starting left to right, it would be browse our portfolio, meet the designer, and book a consultation. Now this allows people to have the opportunity to delve further into your site. And it's good to have calls to action like this because Perhaps the other calls to action weren't enough, but now that you have fully introduced yourself in the introduction and further spoke the language of your ideal customer, they may be ready to take action and you don't want to miss out on that opportunity. Now, below those three boxes, you have another opportunity. 
you can place one to three testimonials there or you could place one to five photos of your work and I would say that if you have more than two images down there it's good to put them in like a grid style because you don't want people to be endlessly scrolling just to get through all your photos so make sure you keep the user experience in mind now people after that can put either the testimonials or the images make sure you have both it's good to show off your portfolio but it's also good to show people how happy your past clients are because your entire home page is acting as a sales page for your services so after you have those things in place you will then need to make sure you have one more full site-wide image and you need to have more text and a button overlaying it and you could have two buttons if you would like but either way you should have a button that allows people to go further into your site in a way that those three boxes in a row did not so perhaps you want to take people to your how we work page that's completely fine or maybe you could even have them connect to something else it just depends on the pages that you have on your site and which ones are going to be the most helpful to your client now another thing you can do if you have a regularly updated blog is share a few blog previews and if you have Squarespace which is the platform I use to design all websites it's so easy to implement that finally at long last we've made it down to the footer of your website now some people don't really have a footer and I've seen some design and staging sites that actually leave it all blank and that not only looks very unprofessional but it's also a lot of wasted space so instead of leaving it blank make sure that you have areas where people can get in touch with you further so you can have another way for people to join your mailing list as simple as let's stay in touch we'd love to help you when you're ready and then provide a place where they put their email address and click sign up next to that you can list your business location or multiple locations your phone number your whatever you would like to put there and then next to that you could list your awards your credibility anything that you would like if you'd like to show off that you are a member of ASID the NKBA NARI what have you you can put it there but just remember we're putting it at the bottom of your site because while sure it does lend you some credibility it's not going to be a decision-making factor for your potential clients now at the very very bottom of your website you're gonna have a small line of text that says this your business name copyright 2018 all rights reserved site design by you know whoever designed your site and most web designers will use that site de designed by section to link back to their website because it's a good way for them to get more exposure there's nothing wrong with that it does not detract from your site in any way so that is what your homepage needs to have it is a whole lot but it's important that you include each of these elements because there is a psychological process that is happening here from the very top of your website to the lowly footer at the top of your website you're doing your best to capture any potential leads contact information 
then you're making it easier for them to find each page on your website in a transparent, non-flowery manner. Next, you are enthralling people with a beautiful image from your portfolio, but you're not leaving it just at that. You're then including a sentence that allows you to address your ideal client specifically and provide a button for them to immediately take action. After that, you're introducing your services in a way that puts the focus on your client and not so much on you. Below that, you're including three different ways for people to delve further into your website. And after that, you're including testimonials from past clients who love your work, and you're also showing off a few photos from your portfolio. Now, you can choose not to show those images from your portfolio if you would like. It depends on how many professionally photographed spaces you have. Make sure that you do not put any less than stellar images on your homepage. Use stock photos if you need to, there's no shame in that. But just know your homepage is your one shot to make a great first impression on your leads. And if getting high-end clients is something that matters to you, you need to take this seriously. Below those three boxes and those testimonials and those potential photos of your work, you'll need to have a blog preview if you write a blog regularly and stay up to date with it. And then you'll have another image with overlaid buttons or text that links directly to something else in your site. Then you'll have the footer with a way to capture people's information one more time, your business location, hours, etc., and any uh, images or badges or credations or anything else that you would like to include. So whatever affiliations you have can go there. If you have house awards you'd like to show off, whatever it is, put it down there. And lastly, you have that simple line of text at the very bottom of your site explaining that your text is the copyright of your business and that you reserve all rights and it gives all credit to the site designer. All right, now, one thing you may not realize is that when you deliberately create a website homepage like the one I'm just describing to you, you are putting in the juiciest SEO. And for those of you who don't know, SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. And it makes it easier for your perfect dream client to land on your site because you are feeding all the information about the person you'd like to work with into Google. You are in essence speaking that person's language. You are basically putting the words on your website that they will be typing into Google when they're looking for someone to help them. So that busy mom or that retiree moving to Cape Cod, all of those keywords will help these people find you. The last tip I'll give you is something that definitely applies to your homepage, but also to your entire site, including your portfolio. You need to make sure that you are putting meta tags on each image that is on your site. Now, don't let the name scare you. Meta tags are not some sort of weird and complicated thing, but they are something that does wonders for making sure people find you online. So let's say you are putting an image on your site of a kitchen design 
and you want to make sure that people interested in kitchen design in your geographic area or your areas of service are able to find you. Now here's something you need to keep in mind. Google doesn't see images. They will only see what that photo is named as. So if right now your images are like 0056B24 whatever, that means nothing to Google. And the chances of someone looking for you by typing in that weird string of numbers and letters is next to nothing. Zilch. Nada. So make sure that your images on your site are named appropriately. Now I'm going to give you an example of how I name some of my clients photos or how my assistants do it when we're creating a site for a designer or stager. So I will go into their portfolio because they'll give it to me in Dropbox and I will go through and rename every single photo that is going on the site and it really doesn't take that long. So I will do interior hyphen design hyphen window hyphen treatments hyphen. I think you get the idea. I'm going to finish reading these without saying hyphen so I don't drive you nuts. Interior design window treatments, furniture, pillows, decor, Chatham, Massachusetts. Kitchen, bathroom, bedroom design, decor, East Harwich, Massachusetts. Interior design, fabric, pillows, decor, Maryville, Knoxville, Tennessee. Now you're going to see a few things here. I'm not only listing the various services my client provides, but I'm also listing her areas of service. This is important because I want to make sure Google knows exactly what these images are all about. So it's not necessary that I type in that it's a white kitchen, that it is French country chic kitchen, unless of course my particular client is known for one particular design style. But since most aren't, I make sure to simply include the basics of what Google needs to know in order to pair the right person online who is searching for these items with the right interior design firm, my client. Now you can do this if you have a home staging firm as well, or if you offer both interior design or home staging, all you have to do is say something like home staging, real estate, and then your areas of service and vacant home staging or occupied home staging or how to sell a home quickly. It doesn't matter. You can just use any of those. And this is something you should follow anytime you're adding images to a blog post as well. It helps you out even more. All right, guys, this has been a lot of information and thank you for bearing with me. Now, if you want to go check on the SEO of your own website, I have a free tool for you. It's put out by the awesome people at HubSpot and like I said, doesn't cost you a dime. You can go check it out right now and get your website scored for SEO. Go to WebsiteGrader.com. Now, if your site scores 80 out of 100 or higher, then you can rest pretty easy. Your site's not too bad. But if it's below an 80, it's time to freak out a little bit. It's time to take action because not only are you losing leads, but your website is becoming more of an overhead item 
than something that actually drives your bottom line. And it is supposed to drive your bottom line, guys. It's not supposed to be a burden or something that you have to constantly be monitoring. It should be a tool that is working for your business, not against it. Now, if you have good SEO, but you're not happy with the layout of your site, and if you find that your homepage is nothing like what I described, chances are the rest of the pages on your site don't have the proper layout either to easily and appropriately sell your services. So if you have a pipeline that you're afraid is going to dry up, maybe it's not dry yet, or maybe, just maybe, you want to attract more high-end clients, but you struggle because you're a little bit embarrassed about the way your website looks. I totally get that. Been there, done that. So guys, if that is you, you need to take action. Find yourself a good website designer who will implement all the things I just mentioned and make your website something that becomes a driver to your bottom line instead of something that you have to lug behind you. Now, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I no longer have any wait times for people who want new websites. And that is because I finally added to my team. I now have three other people on my team besides me, and one of them specializes in website design. She's really great, guys. You're going to love her work. And the beauty of it is you'll always be in contact with me over the entirety of your project because I want to make sure that no matter who is designing your site under the brand of Socialite, you still have the same consistent experience and you still get exactly what I'm talking about in this episode. Now, if you choose to work with someone else, that's totally fine. You do what works for your business. I want you guys to know, however, that there are certain things your website needs to have because you're a designer, a stager, or a decorator. Your business is not like another business down the street, okay? A bank website does not necessarily need to have all of these things. An accountant, a CPA, a lawyer, a supermarket, they don't need these things, but you do. So if nothing else, I want you to make sure you take these tips to heart and go implement them in your website. Now, if you would like to get in touch with me, or check out my website design process that my team and I follow, head over to katethesocialite.com forward slash site build. Or you can simply go to katethesocialite.com and then look under my services and go to the website design page. Either way, guys, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to The Kate Show. Please hit the subscribe button and share this episode with a business bestie who needs to grow her interior design or home staging firm. To inquire about our products and services, please visit us at katethesocialite.com. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.